Welcome to season two of Reconsidering Words. And have I got a treat for you for this first episode of the season. I am talking with Amal Aluashil, and she is here to change your mind about online dating and how it can be very effective and a positive thing. I really enjoyed talking with her today, so let's get into it. Hello, and welcome to Reconsidering Words, where we go deeper into the language of dating, relationships, and authenticity. Today, I am speaking with Amal Aluwashil, and she has spent almost a decade and over 10,000 hours healing, teaching, and overcoming religious, societal, and political oppression. Born and raised in Saudi Arabia, she got into a fixed marriage at the age of 18. She filed for a divorce and moved to Canada in 2013 at 24 years old, fully covered from head to toe. On her journey, she has been redefining the past, reclaiming her body, opening her heart to love and life again. It is her mission to help creatives and leaders reclaim their power, open up to live love on all levels of joy and do it while standing in their sovereignty. Today we're talking about online dating and I have an Oxford Languages definition It says, online dating is the practice of searching for a romantic partner on the internet, typically via a dedicated website. And Amal, what is your definition of online dating? (laughs) I love that Oxford opening to this. Um, My definition of it is dating, period. It's conscious dating. You're there intentional, what you're presenting, how you're presenting yourself, what you're looking for, what you look for when you're looking at someone's profile. And yeah, I think of it as more conscious rather than and more wider open space for whoever exists in the city that you live in. Um, So I see it as like wide range of opportunities and another level of consciousness when we step into dating. I love that. You like totally remove the stigma. You're like, it's just dating. (laughs) Yeah. So as we get started with that, being conscious in dating, um, is there anything like, is there a way that you feel you could use online dating to, for the best for people? Is there a specific way? The best way to use it, I believe is to like really be clear on what you're looking for and What is it that brings you to online dating? Is it for you to spiral down on like, there is nobody out there. Everybody's looking for hookups. Like there is nobody who can match me and you're still looping in that. Then just get off the apps, period. But if you can like really bring yourself into like, I am committed to show up and I may meet my person through online dating. Maybe I meet them when I'm buying peaches at the grocery store for all I care. Um, But it's being like open to the possibility and what online dating can bring to you. So having that first step of openness and being clear on what is it that you're looking for and how, who are you? Like it takes someone who knows themselves to fully like show up online dating because you're really presenting who you are, which attracts the person that you're looking for on the other side of it. 
yeah. Yeah, as a online, well, as a conscious dating coach, would you say that um, people like, is there an easy way to navigate through? I know a lot of some people use it for hookups, like online dating sites, and some people are looking for really serious relationships. How do you wade through like when you're looking? Such a good question, because it's like, it's really what you're looking proof for. So when I'm going in and being like, I am open to see or to meet the person or the next friend, I have friends that I met online dating too. And uh, if I'm going with openness and play and I'm going intentional of like, this is going to be one of the experiences that I'm open to whatever shows up because that the letting go of the results and the letting go of the certainty is needed when you first start dating and when you are balls ovaries deep in a relationship. So really like letting go of that attachment, like the person that I'm going to talk to needs to be the one that I'm going to marry and have or not have kids with or go travel the world with or whatever. And so it's, it's being clear on that. And so when I'm going in, I am looking for proof that like the person that I'm looking for, or I, there is a lesson for me and for them to meet or move through is there. And so when I go in, I see those people and I choose to match with them and I choose to not match with those who don't align with me. But I noticed through like other, like my clients experiences, if we're not fully like that person is for me or a friend is for me or a lesson is for me or any experience I do gets me closer to that partner. If they're not going in fully like in the being, not just mindset, but the being of like, this is my last time dating and like I could meet the one and I would never have to do this again. And like going with play of like, this is my last opportunity, like scroll down the Tinder, like down lane of matches and unmatches. And that they don't like, they only see if they're not in that mindset or way of being, they only see what doesn't work. They're like, okay, this is like, this doesn't match. This doesn't match. This dude is that. This person is that. And um, it's really like when you go in looking for proof, like, and like our brains do that. Like our brains, like look for confirmation bias. Like you're looking for evidence for the thought that you already have. And so starting with that mindset. And for me, like, I don't believe it as just mindset. It's the entire body receptivity of being connected, allowing others to connect to you, seeing humans and not seeing them from this is what's wrong with them. This is what's not working, but really like seeing them in their humanity and allowing them to see you in your humanity as well, which is, we can dig into that later, like the three stages of dating. Yeah. Wow. There was a lot. (laughs) In that, I'm like still writing down notes over here. Um, I I definitely feel your passion for this. Um, let's see, I have you talked about letting go of attachment of the end result, and I think that within itself is amazing. So you're also though like like you said, you're looking for proof 
that that person exists. And so you're looking for the right person. And then when you're, I'm assuming when you go on that date, that's when you're like uh, letting go of that attachment and just who is this person? And so beautifully put, seeing them in their humanity and being seen in your humanity. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> this makes online dating sound amazing. Um, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, so I, I love that. It's just really, so you're not being delusional, but you are looking for those people, knowing that that person that you want, because you're clear in your mindset exists while you're scrolling. And I could see how coming from that point of view um, makes it a lot easier to just, continue to be on online dating I'm curious when someone maybe still reaches burnout even so it's like say they've been on they've been online they've been on like a few dates or a lot of dates um and they've reached that point what would your recommendation be for that person if they reach burnout that means that there was no pleasure in the process and there is a fight nervous system activation. Um, when the fight nervous system response is overactivated, this is when you're like, you hit burnout. You're always on fight, fight, fight. So you're going on the dates. You're like, I got to meet that fucking person. I'm clapping. You guys don't see me. I'm like moving my body so passionately right now. Um, hitting burnout mean you did not show up centered and in pleasure in play in full fucking trust that like every date and every match and every message you send and receive is getting you closer to that person that you deeply desire. This is why you hit burnout. So like, I wouldn't like, for me, it's about like taking care and really like looking at the process. Where did we activate fight where did we try to push for this to happen rather than be in the showing up taking action like fight is a good it's boundaries you're showing up in dating having your own boundaries um so this is we're still talking about burnout so like what is the boundaries that you need to put in place so this could be the amount of dates how many messages would you like engage with somebody like for me like the biggest tool that I can offer anybody is to be clear on that first question or first message you send. Don't send hi, don't send what's up, don't send whatever like Joe in the street is saying. I'm sorry, Joe, if you're listening. Um, But be clear. And like one of my favorite questions is to ask like, what is your favorite three things about this year so far? Or What's three things that you're celebrating from your month or what's been hard in this month? So really like getting into what is of value to them. What are they celebrating and what's been hard to them? Uh, I always love having like a truth and a lie in the to truth and a lie in the profile, which like allows for space when people are messaging you first to play in that, to be like, let me guess. And uh, my my advice is always to be like, put a reward and a consequence and let them choose the reward and the consequence. And oftentimes people want to like, take me out for dessert or like cook me dinner or like, it kind of creates creativity space 
for play. So like, what is it? Like, what is it that I need when I'm showing up to dating? Unsure if I'm meeting the person or not, but trusting in the process. And my boundary is like play. I don't want to just like be on like interviews and like going on the same fucking walk. So for me, it's what brings me pleasure play what brings me pleasure is like doing something that I enjoy so even if the day is okay I'm having fun doing this activity um boundaries is like really like letting myself be seen is a boundary for me if I'm just like shutting down or whatever it is that's coming up that's like what is it that I need to like come back to in my body And I'm just thinking of one of my clients who she, she would go all in, like she'd have a full day of matching everybody. This is when we first started working together. She'd have a full day matching with everybody. And then she'd be like, I didn't meet anybody, but this quality over quantity, like, um, and that like going in with force, like I'm going to make this happen today. And rather than, what do I need? What do I desire? Do I feel like going on a date this week, this weekend, three dates? Sometimes I'd like invite people if they're feeling in that like openness and play to like stack up their date and be like, this week I'm going on date. Like I'm going to play. I want to meet people. I'm so curious. And we not just mindset curious, but like we drop into the body and like we cultivate that inner curiosity from within. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Boundaries and playfulness and quality over quantity. And not to throw you on the spot, but like um, kind of a two-parter here. So what would be some playful first dates? And do you, are you the one like saying, this is what I want to do? Or do you just wait for someone who has that playfulness? So both. Um, I also tend to attract people who love playfulness and and dating. So this is like my solution is to that is to put a very strong two truths and a lie about yourself. Always have the lie something that you really want to do or you almost did because it's not out of character when you put a true a lie that's almost happened or that you want to do. So it's still consistent and you still, even if they guess the lie, you still get to talk about it. Um, Put the two truths and the lie and add in a line that says, pick your reward and your consequence before you play. So you're already communicating playful instead of writing, I need somebody playful, which is like, okay, cool. Like, you know, so like... So a part of it is I'm co-creating that playfulness. I'm already like showed myself as playful. I have a picture of me like holding a potato gun in the forest, you know, Um, wearing the goofiest, like, I don't know, um, uh, superhero. What's her name? Um, Uh, Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman. (laughs) (laughs) My Wonder Woman socks in the forest, you know? so like I ha- that that shows I'm playful already. So instead of listing, I want somebody playful. Be that. Show that you are that. So you're attracting that. So to trust and lie, write that down. 
this is often the first message I receive of like, I want to guess that this is the lie. I want to guess that this is the truth. And I'd leave it to them. I'm like, you have to pick your consequence and your reward. And it's often playful. Like sometimes you'd have the shitty ones and sometimes it's, I don't know, one of them is, uh, will like dress up for, it's 2040. And we're oh. dressing up for the future. So we showed up to a first date dressed up from the future, you know? And again, I have no idea if the state is going to be like shit. I, I, lo- I know I love play. I spent like a couple of hours like bringing in a concept to life and going out on this date and we had so much fun we're still friends actually like it didn't work out romantically but we we're still friends so that is that quality of um what is it that I want I want to play so like planting the seed and receiving the seed and allowing them to also take initiative and letting yourself I feel like for so many people who are socialized as female like we're always on the passive like I'm just gonna lay here and wait for him to kiss me alive like the classic Snow White story and other fairy tales (laughs) um so I think like if you fucking want to do something fun go ask for it like don't wait for them to take the initiative but also allow them to take initiative and this is where looking at your own patterns come in if you know you're always like the one asking, sorry, I need to stop doing this. <laughs> like hitting on my hand, people. I'm so passionate right now. You know, your pattern is that you're always the one like leading the date. Allow yourself to soften and be in the dance of that push and pull and practice like noticing that part of you that wants to say the thing. And maybe oftentimes with my clients, like we've noticed that's because you're not seeing them you're not allowing yourself to see them. So you're seeing that they're not taking the lead. You're seeing that they're not doing the thing that you want. You're seeing that they're like, they're not enough for you or whatever, 10,000 reasons. So like, what is it that you're not seeing in them that's making you push to run the date rather than be in a dance and saying the thing if you desire to say the things and not stopping yourself because that's also allowing yourself to be seen in that. Wow. Maybe. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm a little curious. So, so in the not seeing, is that like where you're kind of like ignoring or not giving them a chance to show you or. So the not seeing can come in two ways. One is the rosy glasses. So you're just enamored by their potential. You're like seeing some of the good things and completely, completely ignoring the red flags or the yellow flags. So one of my practices is like the three flags and you already have set your intention of what's important to you, what would qualify as red flag, what would qualify as yellow flag. So for me, like somebody who is unaware of social justice or not like not interested in doing decolonization work, that's a complete red flag. I'm like unmatched by like I'm leaving right now. Um, And sometimes I've stayed and had interesting conversations. So it's noticing to like what do I want to do just like have a conversation and understand why does this person want to vote for Kanye West if they were American true story by the way um and sometimes I'm like that's that's good for me like and that's my boundary and I feel like I'm 
I'm out. Like, and um, I digress. Anyways. So no, I, I like that. Like, I, I like the fact that you say, what do I want? So you, so you've, you've been made aware of it. You're like clearly aware. And you're like, am I going to leave? Do I actually like want to continue this? Am I getting something out of this? Even though I clearly know that and in the end, I'm going to be like, yeah, no. So I, I think that's a good point. And just even to being, to be aware of the red flags right away, to act on them right away, but also do what you want to do in that situation just to finish the seeing the person is the when you are yeah when you're seeing through rosy glasses you're like ignoring red flag ignoring your own boundaries ignoring the yellow flags um falling in love with their potential not what's present and their receptivity or and curiosity those are two different things too and the flip side of not seeing them is when you're just seeing what's not working, you're seeing what they're lacking, you're seeing what's not good enough, you're just looking at their fault of like, um, and really like one of my favorite examples that I always talk about is one of my clients. So like we've set the list, like what is her like core needs? What are her like core desires? And what are her cherry on tops? Um, and cherry on tops could be like the look, the income, the whatever's. And the core needs is their like respect and honor and like desire for like intimate, spiritual, conscious relationship. And it's different for everybody. And she meets this person and it's going amazing. Spoiler alert, they moved in together in September. I'm just like so <laughs> this relationship. Um, this is like a year ago now. And uh she goes back, she comes in on a call after a day and she's like, he is vegan. Like, I love food. Like, I, I, I don't know how to like deal with that. And it's just like the biggest thing of like, he is vegan. Like, what am I going to do to bring him to my family's dinners? Like, it was just like the biggest thing. And we're like, okay, like, is this a deal breaker? Is this a yellow flag? Is this a red flag? And I was like, actually, no. Like, I guess I could be curious about this. And... It actually like facilitated a, another level of intimacy with her family because her mom like searched vegan food and made vegan food when he came over and he felt so special like um, in that scenario. So yeah, just like pieces like that of not letting the smallest thing like break everything and everything to come crumbling down of how much you love food and that they're vegan and I don't know how to deal with that, you know. So really seeing the thing for what it is and not catastrophizing it is when you're not seeing. And again, it's not that you're like seeing a red flag and being like, am I not seeing them? No, trust your boundaries and trust your own red flags and really look at something and be like, am I making this a big deal because I need to make it a big deal? Or can I see them in their humanity? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. Where it's like, if you weren't there, she might've been like, ah, vegan, bye-bye. But like, <laughs> then she changed it into this whole other great experience and they're moving in together. It's like so sweet, a successful online dating story. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. We 
definitely need to hear more of those. Um, yeah, I'm just curious. I'm kind of switching a little bit like with online dating. Do you feel like there is it works best for like a certain type of person or it can have downfalls or do you think it's all just in how you um, come at this and how focused you are in knowing what you want and looking for those red flags? Um, I think it's both. It's yes. And um, the more you are clear, the more you're allowing yourself to show yourself fully on your profile, like who you are, what you're looking for and like allowing the right person to like be there. Um, yeah, so it's definitely yes and. I can't speak for the experiences who are not um, in my lived experience of being cis by um, women of color. And that like that comes with its own like layer of like beauty in the media is like the white blonde women and beauty in many men's head um is that like I, I live in Canada so there is that like yeah well that's a different uh podcast by the way I'm just like thinking right now <laughs> yeah, yeah. because really like being I lived in a city where it was like pretty white city and I could like get on the app and know that this man would never watch match with me because like their profile represent like that whiteness ideologies and I would match just for play and I would never match with them and every single time so it's it's interesting dynamic for a woman of color and I can only imagine what it's like to be on the LGBTQ plus um community and being of disability being having um being a single mother like there is so many layers of going online but really like i i believe those exist and how does it look like to honor this systems around us and continue to like show up and fucking have what we truly desire and what we're inherently worthy of having despite what society tells us mm -hmm. yeah I mean that's like that's like a whole mindset like let alone yeah I mean and you talked about like having that be another uh podcast as well for being a woman of color on online dating um and not to pass it by I definitely think that's yeah, it is a whole nother podcast and I'd love to have you back. You're so informative, um, but we'll just kind of like continue to move on to maybe a slightly more positive thing. Again, I know that you're kind of an expert in this as in helping people to, you kind of talked about a little bit earlier, setting up their profile to be truly authentic and calling in what they're looking for. Could you share a little bit about that? Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's at, at the flip side. So like being like, who am I? And what are my core, like, what, like, what would my best friends describe me at? And what would I describe myself at? And what's important to me and what I'm looking for and showing that. So if it's play, showing play, if it's book, show, like not showing pictures with books, you could say like, I read books, like candy, like, make it play like you could match two things together like 
show that you're playful and talk about you reading a lot of books, like match it all. Um, so being clear on who you are and showing that through your engaging, whether um, you're answering the prompts, really selecting prompts, you're showing up communicating what you desire rather than communicating what you don't want because you're already like playing in that energy rather than the energy of who you are. The other side of it that you could come at is like to really write, who is this person? What do they value? And not to match that, but to be like, how can I communicate that I desire that? So setting your profile to show that you're looking for that, or you write it plainly being like, I'm looking for somebody who is, and I write that myself of like, socially like self-aware and socially aware like those are core things that like if you're not socially aware like bye but I don't write that I say I'm looking for somebody who's a fan of social justice or can compete on who makes the best um, salmon Um, so like communicating that you want a good cook by saying like let's like let's see who cooks salmon best or let's have good conversations over good food that communicates the depth of relationship that you want and your love for food. So really like being, how can I present what I like and what I like to do in that? Um, I have a line that I love to use of like, let's, I'm just, I'm talking about play today a lot, apparently, Um, but I'm very playful. So it's, it's a pretty core thing, but I'm also like pretty deep. So like talking about politics and um, social justice. Like I have that on my my profile that communicates the depth. So like being who you are, like categorizing that and like presenting it, who do you look for? Like also tapping that into that, what you're looking for is that too. I don't know if that made sense. I feel like I'm saying the same thing, but I'm not. Are are you saying the communicating and that you're looking for something similar as to what you're portraying or? If you are, yes. If you're not, no. But then if you're looking for somebody who's a good cook and you want to like tap out from cooking for the rest of your life, which I am, by the way, (laughs) if you're listening, (laughs) I'm a good cook. I'm a great cook. I'll cook to you once in a while, but um, not all the time. But um, just like writing that, like, make me a good meal or like, um, let's adventure and see where it goes or I'm forgetting all my catch lines right now. Is um, there, I'm, I'm curious, is there like anything, whether it's through visual or through what you're writing that would help to convey that you're looking for more of a long-term partner versus because like I feel like people even though there's like little cues and things on online mm-hmm. dating like what would you say would really send out that cue because I know I'm I'm pretty sure that's what you work with is people who are looking for more of a long term mm-hmm. yeah so setting up what you're looking for my line is I'm looking to build a beautiful partnership with a beautiful man ticking that you want to have kids if the online app want to have kids or you don't want to have kids like really ticking those up front. And what I love about Bumble in particular is that you could set filters. I don't think a lot of people know this, but you could actually like set the filter of like only matching with people who don't want to have kids or only matching with people 
who want to have kids or only matching with people who are Gemini's or Aquarius like myself. I'm like, I'm a nerd. Like, give me all the Aquariuses in the world. I love them all. Um, but um, yeah, like communicating that and one clear, simple line of this is what I'm looking for. And if you're looking for like luscious massages and play and good time and seeing where that goes, that's okay too. Like saying that short term, this is what I want. We can look into that long term because a lot of people are also like, don't want to go in and being like, I don't know if I want to commit fully all the way with somebody I'm just meeting, but I am into that. So sometimes it works to communicate your short-term goal and saying, looking for something serious, if it pans out serious, that's also okay, depending on what you're looking for. Um, One of my clients, her, most of my clients, their timeline is six months. This client is two years to like know if they want to commit or not. So like really honoring what do you want and working from there, like communicating that very clearly. This has been amazing. I love your perspective on online dating. Um, Is there anything else you just want to say, like to kind of wrap it up about online dating in general or anything about it? Mm -hmm. Stop calling it online dating. Just (laughs) think of it as dating. Literally, it's dating. It's dating, like period. (laughs) Um, And go have fun. Like really like play when you're setting your profile play when you're taking pictures or selecting your pictures play when you're writing your prompts really be intentional on communicating who you are and what you desire and what you're looking for more than saying what you're not notice if your profile is two-dimensional if you're focused on two things and make it multi-dimensional because if well if you are a basic bitch then it's fine like (laughs) go be you like let it be who you are so don't pretend that you like you do all those things when you don't and you have no interest in doing that like just let that you shine and it does um and just continue to know that like trust yourself that you will show up to a date that you met online or a date that you met through a friend or however way people meet people nowadays in the times of COVID. And um, just like that trust is needed to go on that first date, to go on the second date, to go on the 10th date, to live, move in with someone. You need to be willing to like let your heart break for you to like be fully in love and present and not mitigating for problems. And when you go on a date, mitigating that this is going to be bad or like, what am I going to do if it's shit? Or like, oh God, one more eye roll. And just like trust, like what what is it that you need? Like, is it that like you're getting closer or like seeing it as the last opportunity? And um, just be you, allow yourself to be seen, connect with somebody on any level, just like in their humanity. And maybe one day and someday get that committed relationship if that's what you deeply desire. And I truly believe that like 
if we desire something that the path to that desire is a spiritual conscious path. So it's not a wasted time. It's not like frustrating time. It's not time to be bitter. It's time to again and again, come back to your core values and be in them even fucking more. Wow. <laughs> so beautifully said. Oh my goodness. Oh, I, I, I wish everyone could just hear that. Wow. You're changing my mind about online dating. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> yes, I'm doing a dance. Everybody. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Okay. It makes it hard to continue after all of that. Yeah. Just beautiful. Um, I'm going to continue to our last question, which is, do you have a self-care practice that you do or that you'd like to share? Maybe it has to do with preparing for dating or something. I think like, I like I kind of talked about it earlier. Well, I talked about two, but I'll mention this one again of um, like, what is it that you want and go do that on the date um, so that you're having fun. That's like having active self-care is going on a date that is like caring for you to um, cutting the going for drinks. I do not go for drinks on a first date, period. Like I'm not interested in having alcohol in my body for a first date and like not knowing you because you already have alcohol in your like, you know, like it's a different person. So, yeah. but if you need that, go do it. Like if that's, if that's what you love doing, fucking do it. Like, don't listen to me. Do you 10,000 times. So like, what is the self-care in the date itself? And what is the self-care of like having five matches quality over quantity messaging those and really rolling them out and letting them go like boundaries is so good saying no like i'm matching it's okay um and after that go, like really hiding your cart i always advise on hiding the cart i don't know why it's called cart like we <laughs> shopping but like Anyways, it's pausing your account or hiding the cart, like figure out all the dating app has this and really seeing it. Like if you meet somebody on that first date and you're curious if you're still shopping, if you were to call it shopping, like, and if you are in the mindset, I want to like go on 10 dates or whatever, and then like see and be in playful space with those 10 people, then do that as well. But I guess my self-care practice is like, be clear on your boundaries and come back to your boundaries and set your playtime to you and for you. Yeah. So, so by having fun on the date, doing what you want to do anyways, regardless of the person and setting boundaries, like, could, could you give like, like what would be an example of that? Like setting a time limit or. Mm -hmm. um, it depends on the person. Uh, it could be the boundary is having core questions that needs to be answered that if their profile doesn't answer, you could ask them and not ask them in an interview way, but like bring it up or, and this could be like the boundary could start from messaging. The boundary could start in, in person. If you know you hate texting, don't reject somebody over text. Go on a date that you love on doing something that you love doing and have that conversation. 
Um, I'm not sure if Hinge now does this. I'm not on the apps currently, but Bumble does this of voice messaging. Like send that first message voice. Don't like just continue relying on that. Having those again. Okay. I, I digress. Having five questions is a great practice of like, you need to know about this person. Do they value family and do they want to have a family? Do they care about social justice? Are they aware? Are they doing their decolonization work? Um, I'm trying to remember mine right now. Uh, I'm going to like, do they love like to go adventure, go outside? Or are they homebody, just binge watch Netflix all day? No shame in that. Um, do they love reading books and love knowledge and love to evolve themselves and they've gone to therapy or they're going to therapy or like, you know, like, what are those things that you need to know to know that this is a safe space for you to continue, like sets the boundaries for you or sets the container for you. And another example is if those are no, like obviously if any of those is a no, I'm like, I don't know if this is like what I'm looking for or whatever. So, and having that first date be something playful and if, you feel like I need to end this, listen to that. That's a boundary. The more you listen to that, the more it's better experience. The another boundary practice is to set how many dates you desire and maybe like going on three dates in the same day, like going to brunch and having an afternoon walk and having an after dinner comedy show. You know, um, I've done that before. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, I don't know. Like listening to you is the the only boundary you need to know. And if boundaries is a struggle for you, maybe going a step back and cultivating boundaries and noticing if you're like on the... can't listen to yourself part and this is where the coaching process and the healing comes in yeah, yeah. definitely well thank you so much for being on the podcast <laughs> I would love to have you back sometime to talk about other stuff um would you like to share like where we can find you on social media and if you have anything coming up yes um I have I, you can find me on like Instagram or Facebook. Like my account is exactly my name, like Amal al Huishil or at Amal al Huishil. Uh, my website is also the same, like .com. You can join my juicy, luscious mailing list. And I actually have two spots for coaching open. And if anybody's interested, like we can hop, you can find the link to get on a call on my IG account. Awesome. So yeah, and I'll have all the links of that um, in the show notes.